This is Tom Fleury with T and K. I'm your friendly neighborhood black and tan mocha man with my amazing friend here, Chris Toledo. Toledo. <laughs> hey, we have a special guest today introducing the one and only Black Iron Man. <laughs> I am not a black man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this is going to be our, I repeat, spoiler review of Endgame, where we talk about everything that happened and try to fangirl to the max with our tears and everything else that's happened. Uh, before we begin, though, Dr. Gamble, would you like to explain to the audience why you are Black Iron Man? Would you like to start with, like, how smart you are, or, like, how you're, like, actually... I don't really consider myself that smart. Understand. Um, but I am an expert in theoretical physics. So that includes quantum physics, that includes astrophysics, some nuclear physics, and mathematical physics. So if it involves time traveling and space-time continuums, yeah, I am an expert in that. All right, then. So, with that said, with your with your background and everything else, what did you think of uh, time travel in Endgame? Like how it worked? I thought it was descriptively accurate. Meaning that it's... The way they described the effects of sequential timelines was more or less correct in Endgame. Okay. Oh, alright. Well, okay, well, that kind of leads me into my whole theory where there's now three alternate timelines in Endgame. Yes, there is. Which is something I pointed out to Thomas leaving the theater where... Uh, coming out of the theater, I was... Uh, <clears throat> I uh, literally walked out. I thought it was the greatest movie, and I had a stronger reaction than I did with Infinity War, which is where I believe Chris called me a lost child coming out of the movie theater yeah. where I was staring into the void, and the void stared back. And I went to the fountain, and I just stared at the fountain and contemplated my life. You know, endgame culture is when you just start hysterically crying in the middle of the day just because you remember <laughs> Iron Man. And you no. can rest now. Uh, that's, no. that's the one thing that made me cry. As soon as Spider-Man went up to Tony, and which, again, this is a spoiler uh, podcast, Tony ends up dying. Right. Thanos dies. Spoiler. <laughs> twice. Spoiler. Twice. He <laughs> <laughs> really did die twice in one movie. Twice. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. He like... just failed hard, to be honest. First, they killed the crippled Thanos. They killed actual Thanos. They chopped his head off. That was. Yo, brutal. Thor had actual PTSD. Brutal. Like, he was broken. You saw the right? Like, even Rock was like, Thor, what did you do? And he was just like, I. He like, stammered. He was like, I, I, I went for the head. And just, just stared <laughs> like he was broken. Like I did not expect that. I knew he was gonna die, but like not like that. I thought they might have you know beat him up a little bit and tear him up. No, Thor just clean. I didn't expect that within the first fifteen minutes. Like after that, like even you brought up like, what are they gonna do for the next two and a half hours? Oh yeah, because we, Doctor. Okay, so Doctor Gale and I were talking about that about how um everything or at least most of everything from the trailers was in the first fifteen minutes. And I remember seeing, yeah. like, all those scenes, and I was like, Chris, we still have, like, two and a half hours of the movie left at least. I don't, like, what, 
what are they going to do? And I, I was not expecting that. And so, uh, Doc, what was your favorite scene from Infinity War? Mm. Or not Infinity War. Um, Endgame. Endgame. But, like, say, yeah. Just. And then favorite character overall. Which I don't think was going to be Iron Man, but I'm so curious. It is Iron Man. Um, but favorite scene from Endgame would have to be... <clears throat> It have it have to be uh, Iron Man snap. Really? Oh, okay. I didn't see that one coming in. Because that's a classic, classic line. Oh, yeah. For a classic character uh, doing, according to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the like ultimate action, which is that snap, the Infinity Gauntlet snap. Just as it, so in the beginning, so in the end. Which, because that was really in the first, that was, that was the end of the first movie, and that was also in the end of the last So, movie. the end of Iron Man in 2008, he comes out and he says, I am Iron Man. Mm-hmm. The end of Endgame, right when he's doing the snap, he says, I am Iron Man. So, that has to be the best scene. That was good, but I mean, obviously, you know, I'm going to disagree. But I'll, I'll let you go first. What was your favorite scene? Because um, you already know my favorite scene. Steve Rogers wielding a Mjolnir. Oh, okay. So you're That's a very close second. Very close second. Okay, so... I mean... Okay, first off, like, when you... Okay, so, before getting into any of this, you went opening night. Mm-hmm. Was, like, the crowd just as you expected? Like, clapping, cheering, crying, like, the whole show? Oh, yeah. They were hysterical. Yeah. Okay, so it was Chris's first experience, like, with any of that. And, like, he... Yeah, he was having a time. Oh, yeah. Like, or, like, I, I had little baggies of like you know gummy worms, you know like Kit Kats. I was I was having a ball, you know. I had popcorn. This is the first time I ever went out all all out like that for a movie, you know. And, and for uh, IMAX movie actually. And yes, yeah, so it was it was really nice in IMAX. Um, <laughs> but just just being able to to see like the entire room, just like I remember whenever what was it. Pepper, Pepper Potts going up to Iron Man and just, you could hear, like, a hair hit the ground. Like, in that movie It theater. was dead silent it was, yeah, at that moment. Absolutely quiet. Silent. Oh, and when Peter came back? And, like, he finally got that hug? Because, like, the, the person I drew was that, um, when they were, like, first talking and everything and they were in the car and, like, Peter goes, like, for the hug and Mr. Smack's like, nope, just open the door for you. You can, you can get out now. Which, by the way, that also reminds me of you looking back at it. That would be you. That would still be you. <laughs> I have friends that have said that also. <laughs> so you're not too far off. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, well, that, <laughs> I'm stuck in my head now. Thank you for confirming that. But, um, yeah, but then, like, he just comes back, and he's like, Mr. Stark, you know, just, like, clap, clap. By the way, this is, like, the best Spider-Man adaptation we've ever gotten, I, I think. Like, I think... He is the best. Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. Because, uh, looking back at it with Tom McGuire, like, he was, like, the best Peter Parker up until that point, coming in, um, yeah. getting Andrew Garfield. He played, like, a, a really good Spider-Man. But, you know, they're kind of separate, and Tom Holland is just, like, a perfect blend of, like, each. Like, he's young, he's able to get that, that kid vibe going on, and uh, he feels a lot more relatable. A lot more relatable and a lot more like the comic Spider-Man that I grew up with. Going into Spectacular, Amazing, and even Ultimate. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is, like, the guy that you... <laughs> have to put in the game because you ain't got nobody else Dang. but you need somebody in the suit shots fired so that's what we got for three movies and then Marvel wow. was like alright let me do this correctly and then we got 
Um, Andrew Garfield? Because you just Andrew skipped Garfield. over. I can okay. Because that was more accurate. I like how they incorporated his parents. Because that that wasn't released. Andrew until Garfield was a nice reintroduction to Spider-Man to grab people who really didn't see the first three or who hated the first three and they were like turned off. And then here comes Andrew Garfield. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is nice. This is kind of refreshing. And then they cut it. Andrew Garfield's gone, and now we got Tom Holland, who came in. We got Spider-Man, and we got Spider-Man Homecoming, and then Far, Far From, from Home is coming movie. out, what, July? I think everybody's going to July 2nd. Time we got moved up by three days. So, yeah. I think moving forward, yeah, Tom Holland's the best Spider-Man. Good point. Yeah, I, I mean, just, just my initial reaction to seeing Spider-Man coming out of that portal... I was I was on on my feet because like you know Spider Man on your left. Uh, hey, the Falcon finally got it back for it. You know after you know the fifty billion times he ran around the White House and <laughs> bent some and then even took his extra lap. You know running superhuman speed. I'm not gonna get into that. But um, I was just seeing Steve like I remember whenever you like you said this too like Steve like by himself just standing there just facing against Thanos and his entire oh, army. Lord. And you're, you're like, this I watched the first Avengers seven times in one day. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely wasted. That I didn't have a life back then. That's excessive. Yeah, a little bit. Not my, not my proudest moment. But, um, yeah, like, Spider Man and uh, Captain America are actually the people that I grew up with comics. I mean, Iron Man was there. Like, I really liked him. He was cool. Thor was, eh, I don't, I don't really talk about the Thor comics. But, um, like, they're really good. Like, I think they did really good adaptations in over the past, what, 11 years? With, like, 22, 23 films, give or take? I mean, it's just it's been a complete yeah, journey. And going over, like, the commentary with the Russo brothers and, like, seeing everything that they've done. I mean, I, as amazing as it is, it must have been... Like, I can only imagine the stress that they were put under. Like, having all of those characters in one of the biggest films in history and chore- chore- choreographing all of that? It must have been insane. Like, I, I, it must have been a nightmare. I could not have imagined doing any of that. They yeah, had what was the count? Twenty four, twenty six. That wasn't even included the CJ that had to be done. Like literally, like you had like half of them in just like a like a freaking green screen box, just like going at it. Oh, speaking of which, Chris Pratt actually um snuck a video in of like the last day of filming. It was like saving it to post. So if you go to this official feed, it's like all the actors like kind of just like talking and whatnot. It's really wow. cool. Yeah. Um, also very illegal, but you know, kind of overlooked it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, like, I, I, I was going wild. Like, I, I was, like, you know, cheering and, you know, crying and wanting to die, this, that, and the other, uh, during the entirety of Endgame. But I'm sorry, when that scene came up and, like, you noticed that all the other Avengers were knocked down and Captain Marvel was the last one, like, the last, or what seemed like the last line of defense, I, w- I was going crazy. Because at first, you know, you got Thor, you know, he's kind of in there, Cap, Cap's getting back up, and you just see Mjolnir like, lifting up, and I'm like, oh, cool, you know. Uh, he's really upping his game. He's learning how to control Mjolnir with his mind instead of having to call it to him. I thought he was going to do a thing where he fought Thanos one-on-one. It was going to have the axe of Mjolnir just, like, going at it. That's like, what I thought, because he's done that in the comics. Exactly. And I was like, oh, snap, here we go. This is going to be, like, a really good fight scene. And then you see it just, like, boom, hits him, comes back, goes past Thor. I'm like, what? What? And the crowd went wild. Like, just, I saw people jump out of their seats. I mean, like, I was going crazy, too, because I was like, oh, snap. And then, literally, it's just a good 30 seconds to a full minute of Thanos just getting beat to hell. I mean, Cap's he, going he, Cap was put in work, but he he just isn't strong enough hand-to-hand. 
Like, he's got the technique. He's just not strong enough hand-to-hand. Like, Thanos himself, no, nah, he, he would wreck Captain America. I mean... I mean, MCU, yeah, without a doubt. Like, literally, Cap sacrificed himself so the Silver Surfer could try and... Exactly. <laughs> like, that, what? And then, literally, even knew about their plan beforehand, whether he's, like, just a god at that point. Just sil- and Silver Surfer's, like, one of the fastest... He's basically, like, flash fast. And just, Thanos just holds out a hand and just, net, net, you thought. Just, nope. Cap, literally, all he was good for was a distraction, and then he just gets obliterated by Cap. Like, he's just done. Like, not, not in the entire rest of the world. Infinity Gauntlet. I shouldn't see Infinity War. There are two different parts, but um, even even so, like I mean, comparing like Captain Marvel, like even Thor and everyone else, I mean, yeah, they they did good. Iron Man did good in Infinity War, and even did better so in Endgame. But I mean, still, like like you said, he was putting in some work, like because Thanos like just ripped off his helmet and was like, "All right, I'm sick and tired of your bullshit," and just and just let the fact mm, that Thanos was able to cut through Captain. That's Shield. where my heart stopped. Because I, I looked at Chris and I was like, that should not... At first, I thought I was just seeing things. Because yeah. I literally looked at Chris and was like, tell me you saw that or I'm just tripping. And then I saw him do it again. And I saw a priest break off and I literally said, that should not be possible. It is possible. Thanos' sword is made out of a different material that's actually Thank harder you. than vibranium. Okay. So that's what I wanted to ask you about because you would probably be the person that knew. I know there are different types of vibranium and then you've got different... like like Maybe like two variations of anime too. And Cap Shield isn't actually full... Um, Wakandan vibranium like Black Panthers it's a uh, proto it's actually proto animantium which is like a weird synthetic mix of animantium and vibranium which makes it really good but also weaker than the rest which also why it has different properties like being you know, a ricochet and this you know all, all that really cool stuff but um is Thanos' shield made out of like or sword made out of animantium like I cause I knew nothing about that going on like that's the first time I've been surprised in an MCU movie cause not no, only did it I don't, shield, yeah, I don't think it came back to him like like Thor's hammer it's not made out of animantium because the, um, what's her name? Maximoff broke it in Endgame. And she can't okay. break, that would be, that would be the equivalent of her being able to break Wolverine in half. She can't do that. That's impossible. What's your name, you know? Yeah, but even Magneto can't do that. Even, even, uh, not even the going to the film, but even after, like, the Apocalypse storyline. Because he does become one of his four If you're going beyond the Earth 616 universe, then maybe. I hate you so much. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. I can see. <laughs> I read a lot of comics. Um, Congratulations, meeting the only person that knows more than me. Something. But if we're, if we're considering, like, Asteroid M Magneto, then. Mm, Possibly he's on that level, right. but no Thor's no. Thanos' sword <laughs> is not made out of animantium. It's not made out of vibranium. It's another material. Okay, because I need a later event. I need to figure out what it is because I, I was that was driving me insane. It's more Sorry. cosmic in nature. It's 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 an older material than animantium and vibranium. Oh, so. okay. All right, all right. Thank you. I didn't know. Thank you for clarifying. But um, yeah. And for the record, I also looked at Chris because uh, Chris was actually read on one of his series, which I'll let him talk about in a second because I know you're excited about it with uh, the ancient one. Yes. Okay. Um, but for me, like when Cap Shield broke, I was like, "This is it." I I, I knew it. There. Oh, I thought he was dying. Yeah, because I my mind drew, drew a flashback to when Wanda messed with Tony's mind. And his shield was broken in half. I was like, "Oh, this is it. This is this is why Thanos is getting a beatdown because Cap's about to die." 
and then you just see him get up, tighten, tighten the wound, tighten the shield. I'm like, yep, this is it. This is it. All right. At least he's going out with a bang, like I like I hoped for, like what I expected. And then and then Doctor Strange comes, and I was just like, hit, hit, And then Iron Man, and then Iron Man died. And I was like, fuck me. Well, he had to have died. Yeah. He had to die because after they went back in time. They are in an alternate reality where everything happened exactly the way it was, except the people that did die didn't die, and the people that didn't die before died. And the only other person that didn't die way back when, if you're going back to, I believe it was Age of Ultron, with Tony's vision, Tony was the only one that didn't die. Yeah. So if the opposite reality is happening, Tony's the only uh, one that dies now. Oh, okay. I, See, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I was thinking like a whole different arc. Damn. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not I actually thought Tony was going to end up dying to fulfill the paternal role that he played for Peter. Oh, yeah. So you... Yeah, okay. I'll let you go. Because, like, if you, if you, like, look at Tony and Thanos, they're literal mirror images of each other. Thanos is, you know, has a... So Tony has the idea of, you know, putting a shield of armor around... Or a suit of armor around the world. Thanos wants to protect or to save the universe. They both have good causes. And Thanos, in order to be this cosmic being to help everybody, puts his daughters aside. And doesn't be the... He isn't the father that he should be to them. Whereas Tony is on that path. So I felt like it was going to get to a point where he had to realize that he couldn't fulfill that role of being a protector of the Earth while still being, you know, a father figure to either Peter and the introduction to his daughter. Like yeah, he, in the beginning, he says, this is one thing I can't lose. And he ends up having to give it up. Because even when he does have his family, he's still thinking about Peter, which I think is very Well, he didn't lose his daughter. They, his daughter lost him. True. But that's the thing. Like he couldn't afford to put himself in that position, and end up having, like, not being there for his daughter. Well, yeah, but I feel like that wasn't. Um, that wasn't. That wasn't Stark being, or filling that role to Peter. That was Peter having the bad luck of. Whatever male figure that he has dies, which happens all throughout Spider-Man comics. Bring it up in a second, because it's a recurring theme. Have like, you read Gwenum or Gwenum storyline, where Gwen Stacy is Spider-Woman, but she becomes Gwenum, like she's the only person that fully bonded with symbiote and actually keep it as opposed to Flash Thompson. I have all the comics. I'll give it to you. It's really good. Um. But what happens is that like it, it ties into the the Watchers and the Beyonders, and they even say that Uncle Ben dying is like the one constant for any Spider-Man or Spider-Woman. Like the uncle, like Uncle Ben has to die, and there's a cause and effect. Like whether it's like a parental figure or like the actual uncle, like they die, and there's an anomaly where one of them doesn't, and that Spider-Man actually becomes evil, which is interesting. So well, that's that's kind of like time travel if you can you can literally go you can go back in time right yeah and say all right well i want to go back in time and kill hitler well 
you could go back in time and kill Hitler, but because the way science works, because the way the universe works, there will be a form of Hitler created nonetheless. So the same events will happen, they just now have different actors in the game. But the same thing is happening. You just got different actors now. Fair point. Fair point. Okay, which is also why I'm excited for X-Men because of their whole time jumps and everything, where I think that would actually make sense for Wolverine to be someone different, I guess. Because then you have... I mean, I don't know, you could tie it into this, but it's like, eh, you've got different timelines now, different people could be different people. So, when I have some different Wolverine as a set for the show. But, you know. Well, no, I don't think it's going to be affected that far because... Let's say, for example, if the three of four of us are here, right, in this room, and you're the only one who goes back in time um, to, you know, three hours ago and start this podcast, then, and then you jump back forward in time, right? Yeah. You're the only one being affected. Even though all four of us are in the same environment we each have our own timeline which makes sense which that's pretty much the captain so unless you do something to impede or change my timeline i'm not going to be affected by what you do sure which is why i really like what the ancient one did and how like she explained it all but i'll let you touch on that subject that's yeah so cool. like um Going into Endgame, I had the theory His main that theory was all relating to that. Like, he was dead set on, like, the Ancient One being some type of factor. Yeah. The Ancient One was going to have a huge role in it. And... Yeah, huge. Yeah. Being able... Like, having... Be, just being convinced that she had to give up the stone. Because that's her job. She had to protect the, the Time Stone. With... That's literally... Let me just say that for the record. The Ancient One and Doctor Strange... Have a serious problem with the earth keeping because literally no i'm being serious like Tony even said you you could have left like you could have definitely protected the snow but no you you had to fight with it you had to protect it instead of just leaving it and actually keeping it safe uh, anyway that's my little rant so just so seeing sorry. just seeing um banner having to talk her down like yeah um why did strange give it up then she's like oh 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 man like this is serious and i i guess i have to and that, that was just my whole thing i originally thought that the ancient one was gonna be in the um, quantum city that you seen Ant Man and the Wasp, or was it Ant Man and the Wasp? Yeah, I think it, yeah, it was Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh mm, no, that was his theory. I knew that was wrong. See, I, mean, that, I thought it was really cool. That he was had, like, my theory because, like, I thought that magic that you know Doctor Strange and that everybody else used was based off of quantum, um, quantum properties. Not really. Yeah, it does tie in, but not, not to the extent what you think it does. Actually, it does more than you think. Really? Yeah, it does. It's it's just... Um, it's just like if... Uh, let me see how I explain this. It's just like if you were to look at the, um, if you were looking at like an atomic bomb. Okay. Okay. Just bear with me. If you were looking at an atomic bomb, you drop an atomic bomb, it blows shit up, yeah. you know, everything's gone <laughs> on a large scale. Okay. But 
if you really break it break down the science, the behavior of an atomic bomb is not the bomb itself. That's not where the actual action comes from from the bomb. It's the, collapse it's the quantum mechanics. Oh, okay. It's literally taking a helium atom, right, or uranium atom, and splitting it. Yeah. And then doing that a thousand times or a million times to other atoms, and it's a chain effect. So it's really because of quantum mechanics. So you can, at, you could break down, if you wanted to, the quantum mechanics dealing with the time gem or the infinity stones. Okay. That science is there. You just need to know all that. That's what we have you for. I mean, I don't, I don't even know how to do that yet. I like how he says, yeah, right? That's the... <laughs> well, you know, now that I say it, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me just work on my own little side projects here. You're going to be like, somebody start. And, you know, if it doesn't work, you know, it's whatever. I'll just, you know, pick it back up, you know, never. Oh, shit. It worked. <laughs> what do I do now? So, I mean, yeah, there, it, there's more science in there than you think. It's just that it's not developed. Okay. It's there. It exists. There it exists. We we just haven't. We don't have a name for it. We don't have an equation for it. So uh, I'm interested now. Doctor was like, "Yes, got him hooked." Time to reel him in. Well, yeah. And so, yeah. Um, which McCall? I feel what like so specifically like was there anything that you were like genuinely like surprised about with Endgame like? Expected, didn't expect anything threw you off, and then I actually have something that someone said to me last night about why Endgame wasn't good, or as good as it could have been. Yeah, I figured you'd be interested, so I'm gonna read it out to you, because <laughs> I wanted to know. Uh, Elena back home, I consider her my sister, and I was like, hey, you know, I thought Endgame was like the best movie of all time. Like, what did you think about it? And she was like, yeah, it was it was good, but you know, I had a couple of issues with it, and I was like, okay, well, you know, what are some of your issues? And I quote, she said. My issues were that they couldn't decide on an overall theme slash tone for the movie. A lot of character development was flushed down the toilet. They treated Thor's vulnerability as a joke, Hulk being that weird version of himself made no sense. Steve left Bucky behind. There were a bunch of loopholes considering Steve's new situation and the fact he thought he could place all the Infinity Stones back by himself. Captain Marvel obviously could have easily taken Thanos out. Gamora coming back via the past timeline and Thanos... As an army for Endgame, but not Infinity War. What are your thoughts? And I can I can read it back, or you can hold it and look at it. But I I had a feeling you'd have some things to say. Maybe maybe one thing to agree with, but like you know, Cap leave or Cap leaving Steve, but Bucky knew, and there was like a whole understanding there. But um, because <clears throat> I I have a feeling you're the character there. development. If I'm if I'm considering Endgame by itself as standalone, character development is weak. What really, if I had to pick one thing that pissed me off the entire movie, it was the way they portrayed Thor. Okay, so I'm not the one. <laughs> as soon as I saw Thor that way, I was like, okay, I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> and then, what made it even worse is that Thor stayed that way the rest of the movie. I thought when he got his, everything back, he was just gonna, you know, Oh no, he still had a gut. Yeah. He was still fighting with a gut. I was like, okay, I'm still upset. Because <laughs> that means we're not going to get the word 100%. Which, if we had, I feel like. Oh, if there was 100%, yeah, he would have put up. A I feel like Infinity War Thor was better than in game Thor. Well, without a doubt. Yeah. 
So if we had Infinity War Thor, I'm talking about like Thor mashing, you know, Stormbreaker into Thanos' chest. If we had that Thor, oh, yes. He would have wreaked havoc. He would have, yeah. Talk about maximum work. But no, we got Beer Belly Thor scared of everything. I'm like, don't say his name in this house. I'm like, okay. I mean, I expected him to be. Like, Rocket literally slapped. You know, not. Hey, Rocket can say he slapped a guy. Just let him Not, you know, not Beer Belly Thor, but uh, yeah, well, you expected Thor to be darker, not. Yeah. Sloppier. More like DC Dark. Yeah. So, and there is a, there's another, there is a, uh, another series in the comics called the Dark Avengers. I expected that Thor. I do not know anything about that, actually. There's another series called the Dark Avengers, where you have dark doppelgangers of the original Avengers. That's like a blackest, interesting. Okay, I'm going to look at that. Um, I expected that Thor. Like him having no moral compass, he's just off the rails, not sloppy off the rails, you know. But other than that, um, they they kind of glossed over some things. They expected us to take things for granted, like Cap just going back in time and replacing all the stones by himself. Okay, yeah, we saw what y'all had to do to get him in the first place. The minute that happened, and the minute I saw Bucky's reaction, I literally called it. Like, I told Chris exactly what was going to happen, and it happened. And then, you know, because they, they expect you not to think, okay, well, we know how they got the ether. How is Captain America putting the ether back exactly. inside a body? Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> and then and now Cap's got to go to Asgard. The f- what? <laughs> no. It's, it's actually interesting you say that. I'm gonna let you keep going, but there there was a deleted scene where that entire scene made a lot more sense. But I'll, I'll tell but you. But that's not the worst one. The oh. worst one is putting the soul gem back. Yeah. Which actually, how would you even put the soul gem back? You can't. Would, you, would you just drop it in the pit? No. Who are you giving it to? Red Skull's not going to take it? For what? <laughs> so, it's... Like, come on. Come on, Russo brothers. You can't believe... You can't believe we're actually going to trust that. Oh, Captain America put all six stones back. <laughs> no. You think, do you think that maybe they did them on purpose? That they're going to you know, have something in their back pocket for a later movie? I think if we disregard that that scene where he's putting back the stones and we just consider the time traveling in general the MCU is trying to introduce there being alternate universes in phase 4 which they have to do if they're going to introduce characters like Galactus the Fantastic Four uh, the Beyonder uh, the Celestials you have to include the multiverse who? Kronos Kronos has to appear in phase 4 so you now we're getting into these extra galactic characters who appear in multiple dimensions in multiple universes. And then now you're coming out with Dark Phoenix? Okay, oh, yeah. so Asher yeah. M timeline is coming up then. In terms of X-Men. 
Now we really have to get away from Earth 616, and we're going What is it, uh, 1616? Or, no, 1610. 1610. Which Asteroid M existed in both Earth 616 and 1610. So excited. I'm so excited. So, that, that has to be coming up. If that is not in Phase 4, I'm going to be severely disappointed. I think they might come out as a Spider-Verse Which, granted, we've already talked about this, but I have a feeling that what they're going to do is, um, I have a feeling they're going to keep... Or they're gonna go with. Did you see Into the Spider Verse? I haven't seen Into the Spider Verse. Oh, I can't. I can't say it then. I can't say my theory. I uh-huh. haven't said. I haven't seen. Okay. It. All I will say is that I'm uh, slacking. I need to talk to you to see it because I have a theory that they're gonna incorporate that with the MCU. Well, okay. they have to. It's already in there. Mm, I am. I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> Into the Spider Verse was an MCU film. It was. Wait, didn't Sony help them? Actually, I didn't know that. No. No, 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 no. That was uh, before... Mm. No, because Into the Spider-Verse came after um, Homecoming. Okay. They had already acquired yeah. Sony. Okay, so that, that that's, why I'm, that's why my theory worked out even more. That's why Far From Home is coming out this summer and not yeah. later. Okay, but I, 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 have to, I gotta shut up so I can... Because I, if, I, if I keep talking, I, I feel like I might mess up something. Because just, just know you have to stay for the end credit scene of Into the Spider-Verse. Like, you have to. Like, in order to understand Wait, I didn't going, know there was a... What? I didn't know there was an end credit scene. <sighs> oh, I watch all credits now. After... It was after Iron Man... Um, I started doing After Incredible Hulk because you saw Tony Stark at the very end of Incredible Hulk, and you were like, what? Which Incredible Hulk? Not, not the... <laughs> but you like to... No, no, this is good. No, no, please, get... So you know the original, the Hulk movie, right? Like the 2003 adaptation? Oh yeah, I remember when I came out. I saw it in the theaters. (laughs) That's the version I have at home. I don't, I don't, like Thomas gives me a bunch of crap for it. Because I That's the Eric Bana one. Yeah. Thomas gives me a whole bunch of crap because I don't have the Incredible Hulk. I have the Hulk. I'm sorry, the whole. I mean, with what you had at the time, yeah, it was good. And Stanley made a cameo in it, but it's just. I, I, I see it now. I'm just I like, like, I, I liked uh, the Eric Bana Hulk movie better than. What? The, um, what's his name? Uh, the other one. I, I know you're talking about. I can't yeah. remember the actor's name. That's the one actor I just named. Only because they didn't try to pack in too much stuff in one movie. Like, they threw in Grey Hulk and Abomination in. The Incredible Hulk. And I'm wait, like, wait Grey a Hulk. minute. What are you talking about Grey Hulk? Well, that was Grey Hulk. That was Abomination. Well, Grey Hulk turns into Abomination. See, you see the confusion? I mean, I know about Grey Hulk, but technically Grey Hulk was still Banner, and later on they did that because of, like, the writing style at the time. Grey Hulk was, was always, like, Grey until they... Yeah, I thought Grey Hulk Yeah, was... but he didn't turn into Abomination. Abomination was something else, and you got Grey Hulk. Yeah, but they were related... Is what I'm saying. And then uh, if you go back to the comics, okay, okay. in terms of a timeline, Abomination didn't really show up that soon. Immediately after? No. Okay, I see. Abomination didn't show up that soon. We were still adjusting the Hulk, wrecking stuff. <laughs> like, like, what? Nah. Abomination should have never been in that movie. Okay. And then, and then what? He practically beats Abomination? In a film? In the comics, Abomination is a lot stronger. A lot stronger. I mean, Thor's a lot stronger than Captain Marvel in the comics. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, even if Which you... Which Thor? Yeah. 
Because if you're talking about like an original, original Thor, he's got like some magic belt, you know, his helmet gives him some extra powers. Like The reason I say that is because if you look onto, I think it was like the Mar. I'm not sure if it was a Marvel website, but they ended up giving like um stats for each character. An MCU breakdown or a comic breakdown? Mm, comic. Okay. Mm, it was okay. an MCU. And you would see like Thor outclasses Captain Marvel in everything except intelligence. You just something like that. Huh. Because, I mean, because eh, I, I, I was unsure about that because I knew Thor was strong. That, and he's also... Is like, this before or after Ragnarok? Are you talking about MCU or... It's just... Comics. and comic-wise. I'm not entirely sure. Because... Yeah, because yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, Thor before and after Ragnarok are not the same Thor. That's also very true. Which is interesting because, um... It's always, like, I always like doing that. I always like going back and watching the videos because you're able to see, like, they'll, they'll do breakdowns like that, and then they'll do one again after certain movies when they get, like, more powerful or whatever. They do that a lot with, they did that with DC, New 52, um, they did that with Spider-Man, or, yeah, Spider-Man, and, like, when they started, like, the Renew Your Vow storyline, because that tied into, like, the new uh, component of, like, Marvel, when, instead of being a kid, this time, this is, like, the first time that we've really seen Peter as an adult and becoming a second Tony Stark, like, like having his own company, making his own suits. Just bomb ass, by the way, because he has like just as many like marks as Tony at that point. Like he's collaborating with him. Like if they're like a competitive he's, company. He's, like, yeah, really cool. And then Captain Marvel. If you do Captain Marvel post Kree War, is stronger. I yeah, don't know anything about that. Really? Why? Why, why do you say that? Because she she knows more about herself now. Do you post like- War? She's stronger than. She's she's stronger than, um, I would say pre Ragnarok Thor. Okay. Post pre War Captain Marvel stronger than pre Ragnarok Thor, but post Ragnarok Thor is like yeah he's <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> he's like he's solid. He's like okay we get it Thor you're like one of the baddies. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. But. If we keep going in, if we keep going across the Earth 616 timeline for both of these characters, and you keep going way into the future, then Captain Marvel actually, sur- Captain Marvel surpasses Thor without um, his hammer and Stormbreaker. Without the hammer and Stormbreaker, then Captain Marvel's stronger. If I'm going way in the future. Is that kind of like um? Have you seen the Seven Deadly Sins? Wait, is what? That, is that kind of how like what? the same thing with their sacred treasure helps them control their their magical ability that much better? Similar to that, yeah. Okay. But post Ragnarok, Thor actually Thor learns how to actually channel everything now. Post Ragnarok, because okay. he thought he needed Asgard. No, he didn't need Asgard. Asgard was just like a conduit, but he didn't need it. At that point, did o- Odin's already dead at that point, right? Yeah. At that point, isn't it just Thor inheriting the Odin Force? Oh! Speaking of which, did, uh, could the Odin Force be passed on? Because he technically made Valkyrie king. That, I don't, uh, that I'm not sure of. Because Thor making Valkyrie king or high ruler, whatever, um, that's, that's out of the timeline for the comic. 
That didn't directly match up. Oh. So if we're matching Endgame up with the timeline from the comic, okay. Thor making Valkyrie king or ruler, yeah, that didn't happen at the same time. It's <laughs> so like, yeah, no, there's no. In the comic, Thor doesn't just pass New Asgard to Valkyrie, just like that. No. Okay. Yeah, I figured as much, but because I, I actually don't. Have... Like in his prime. Okay, you're gonna have to repeat that because apparently it cut out for some reason. You guys said Rick and Morty. Yeah. You're Rick and Morty. Diehard Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. We watched Robot Chicken and Aqua Team. Okay. When it first came out. So your Rick and Morty was my Aqua Team. Really. We had Aqua Team. We had. Um. Robot Chicken, and there was crap. There was another one. Super Jail. Okay, yeah, Super Jail. All right, yeah. I've never heard of it. Really? Oh, I remember wow. watching it as a kid, man. Like me and my dad, Saturday nights, we'd stay up to watch Bleach and Boondocks. See, I stayed up to watch Dragon Ball Z, like original. Yeah. And um, Zach Bell. Oh, nobody remembers Zach Bell. No. Mm-hmm. But like, as we were waiting to watch both Bleach and Boondocks, Super Jail would come on. And I would just think, like, what is this? I, I was, like, 10, bro. I was scarred for life. <laughs> I still think about it today. Oh, like, and I'll All look right. back on it, like, on Hulu. Yeah, like, I, mm, man, like, I'll have to show you some episodes later. But, like, <laughs> like you need, you can't watch Super Jail because of the visuals. You can't watch Super Jail. And then immediately go to sleep. <laughs> what? So it would be like you have an acid dream and you didn't really take acid, so. Uh, you wish, buddy. No, Super Joe is like a whole <laughs> other. <laughs> you don't ask questions, you don't want to know the answer to. <laughs> yeah. No, Super Joe is a whole other entity of the problem. We're, we're just good, innocent college boys trying to get through day by day. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I felt like that that Ricky Morty scene. Light in my face again. <laughs> Light in my face again. <laughs> but um yeah, that Rick and Morty scene, I remember seeing that for Infinity where I was like, oh dang, nothing's ever gonna top this. And then I saw the meme come out again for Endgame and I was just like, oh buddy, this this is this is it. This is the ticket right here. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah, t- ten minute adventure and now. <laughs> three three hour adventure in and out no 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 you know like the incredible scene where he where Mr. Incredible just looks down he's like I don't think I can do this again I'm just not strong enough oh, that, that was man. me going to the theater oh just God. waiting and the minute the minute I saw that Hawkeye scene I was like yep not strong enough don't want it no and then the and then the introduction of like Ronan <sighs> okay first off his costume was badass. I love Ronan's costume. Like, did you see how badass he was? Like, oh my gosh. And they keep mentioning Budapest. If we don't get a Budapest movie, I'm going to be... Mm. Like, I feel like they're going to touch I, on I that, love that Budapest in movie. the Black Widow. Our guys no more. We have Ronan now. I know. But still, I, I do want to see more of Ronan because just, just that one scene alone. By the way, that was the same actor that played in the Wolverine that he was going up against. And like, when they were doing the sword scene, I was like, oh, this is going to be... Ooh, ooh. But like, didn't like just throw in those stars and just like... Uh, and then when he lost Black Widow, I felt that because I, I knew Hawkeye or I knew Ronald was gonna lose. And you called because, it too. Yeah, because I, I I kept going by the Avengers of Tomorrow storyline. Like I that's what I was basing certain things off of. Like I just mm. knew because you think about it, Hawkeye lives to lead the Resistance against Ultron, and Ultron's coming back. But even aside from that, like 
He's been confirmed for the Disney Plus series, and in addition to that, he has to train Kate Bishop. It, it has to happen. And as much as I've come to love Black Widow and I've loved her character development, because you saw how, how torn she was, especially like like that's what she's known in her life now. It's like gone, like her having to rebuild herself a third time. And then at that point, she's the only person that can still make her smile, because Clint's gone. She she knows what probably happened. She's torn about that because he's like literally like that was her, and now he's in the same position. But but now in Endgame, if we're doing time traveling correctly, Gamora died in Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah. So now if I'm going back in time and I'm trying to get the Soul Stone again, it all depends on when you place it, though, doesn't it? It no. must be a female that dies. Oh, because natural time. correction. Interesting. It must be a female. It doesn't matter which female, it must be a female. Oh. Now, if you paid attention, Black Widow died exactly the same way Gamora died. Yes. By the <sighs> surprise. And then they landed in exactly the same spot. They both had red hair. They both bled out exactly the same way. It's just that one was pink or beige, you know. <laughs> skin tone, you know just waking up in the morning. And the other one was green. I did not think about that beforehand. I, I cried because I cried. The only now, the now, if we're still pairing them up, the only alternate reality now is that sure. black is that Black Widow got let go by someone who actually who she actually cared about. Gamora got let go by someone who she hated. There's contrast. But then again, the more, um, if you feel a strong amount of hatred, you can also feel a strong amount of love. Either way, there are two very powerful emotions that take place. You're your PTSD flashbacks. I don't want it on Friday anymore. I don't want it. Just kidding. <laughs> Which, by the way, Dr. Yamaha, how many times have you seen Endgame? Twice. Twice. Okay. <laughs> Which probably explains how he's been able to, cause I. Oh yeah, the second time I watched yeah. it, I picked up on a lot of stuff yeah. I missed the first time, and I didn't, I didn't know I missed it the first time until I saw it the second time. I was like, Yeah. Oh, I should have paid attention to that the first time. Why didn't I? <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited to see you on Friday. Like, cause uh, Lawrence has this. Uh, so we're with a friend Lawrence who we convinced to see it because he was just grinding for exams and we finally missed him to go with us Lawrence never watched of Ultron so yeah he just yeah. missed it like cause he he had a thing about Iron Man 3 about how it wasn't that good but he still liked it to an extent and then but it was just it was just something that he had skipped over because he wasn't a fan of Dark World and Iron Man 3 came out and he just wasn't as hyped to see the next Marvel movie when he was going to see the other one it was just something he skipped over now going through our reiterations of all, all the Marvel movies he saw it and I kid you not like Part of me is just excited to watch his reactions during Endgame because his reactions his reactions during Age of Ultron were priceless. And when when he saw Cap go to pick up Thor's hammer and it budged, he yeah. I can only imagine how he's gonna react when he actually sees the flies into Cap's hand. So and that's not even including everything else. Like, I mean we got we, and you were right, we got Professor Hulk. Yeah. Like, I was worried we wouldn't, and, like, the minute, the minute I, I saw, I heard his voice, I was like, oh my gosh, like, the way they're looking at him, he's Professor Hulk. He's Professor Hulk. Oh, right? and I messed up big time on that. 
I saved your ass. Yes. I so saved like, your ass. okay, so Lawrence ended up coming over to um to our dorm, right? And my roommate Anubis hasn't seen it either. And we're we're talking something about the Hulk, and then I was and then they were talking about what the next Hulk's gonna be in like a stage four. They're gonna introduce She Hulk, Red Hulk. I, I, was see, like, I see. I She Hulk. Yeah. And I was and like, Red Hulk. I want a She Hulk movie. <laughs> you good. Like if 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 there's any time to do a She Hulk movie, it's like now. When it's like women empowerment, everything. Okay. Now's the time to introduce a She Hulk. We need it in like the next two years. She Hulk. Okay. Yeah, because there, there's going to be another Wonder Woman movie. Uh, so Marvel needs to keep up with their female that's, that's very true. But then again, they are coming out with like the whole Black Widow series on Disney Plus. Not even that. Black Widow's getting a real movie. Confirmed. Oh, that's just right. a three. That's what I'm excited for. And it, I think Winter Soldier is going to make an appearance in that movie because they've already had a, they've already had an interaction before when he had to shoot through her to get to her extraction target. What, did that occur if, if they're been? doing it according to the comic, then Winter Soldier should appear in that movie. Yeah, he should. And Wolverine should too, because technically yeah. Wolverine trained Black Widow. Uh, she Ooh. she thinks of Wolverine as, what, a uh, uncle? Yeah. They both should appear, which would be an awesome. And technically, the X-Men would be coming up before then, so I mean... If you wanted to introduce in a little teaser, well, that'd, be, that'd be a good time to do it. I don't know. I think, I, I think at the end of Whatever end credit scene is going to be after Dark Phoenix is going to really introduce what we what we should expect for the remaining. I X-Men think films. that, in addition to the end credits for Far From Home, both of those are going to set up Secret Wars, which is coming up. And the Russo brothers said they they say they're done with Marvel, but they did say they would come back for Secret Wars. Which I mean, I'm telling you, one one of them is Skrull. One of them got body snatched. I'm just saying. The body snatchers. <laughs> yeah, oh, gosh. Yeah. I'm just I'm just curious to see how they oh. introduce or even if they do introduce the Beyonders. Oh no, they will. They have to do that. They have to that needs to be the next one or two the immediate next one or two films yeah. after Endgame. If we're talking about the Avengers or <coughs> the Guardians of the Galaxy, which yeah. will probably appear there. I first. think Chronos will appear in the third one because we've already gotten our three Celestials, right? We've gotten uh, Ego. Um, I know we've already seen the second one. I te- or no, oh wait, no, 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 Winter Eternal. Shoot, no. No, Ego's not a Celestial. Uh, Ego's. Oh, Ego is a, a Celestial, but not an Eternal. Yeah. We're waiting for them to introduce Death. Um, okay. Um, uh, the Beyonder, Oblivion, Oblivion and Eternity? Galacticus, oh, okay. and Obli- or, uh, it took me a second. I was thinking, yeah. Oh, thank you. Because I was gonna say, uh, in the first uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie, that's where the like that that mural it shows all of them going after or like I guess experimenting with the Infinity Stones or whatever. But um, before we continue, we need to finish the story. Yeah. So you totally only one. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold that. To I you. mean, I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of do like. Um, they were talking about what the next iteration of the Hulk was going to be, right? And I was like, yeah, you know, I think it could probably be She-Hulk because, you know, they've already done Professor Hulk. Yeah. And Thomas looks at... And then Thomas... And then, like, as soon as I said that, I was like... My Lawrence first, looked at him. Yeah. And then Lawrence is like, are you sure about... And then, like, instantly my thought was like, oh, I, I can't deny it because at that point, like, I'm going to be like, oh, crap, or anything like that because at that point, 
I would have spoiled it. And then Tyler's like, yeah, because you know me and Chris's theory is just like, and he just goes with it. Literally, just after he was done, he just he just he just texts me. He's like, I just fucking saved your ass. You're fucking welcome. Just put his phone down, looked at me. I looked at him. Because it wasn't even that. Like there were three people in that room that didn't see Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> Oops. Oh yeah. Like at that point, no, I was no, like, I really like never realized okay. what I need to like comes out of my mouth because usually I just you know speak off the top of my dome. But hey man, then, you know hmm. what? Or, like, you know, 15 years of experience. Um, who else are they introducing? Oh, and, uh... Doom is coming. Yes, they're gonna do really? it. Oh, they're I gonna, didn't know they were introducing They're gonna doom what? him, right? The door's right there, my friend. <laughs> and it's wide open. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I can't. I, in my head, I went with it, and then I jumped out the window, so I'm not gonna do that. So the alternative is you just going through that door instead of me going through this window. One of the two is gonna happen. I don't want to do that. I can help you. I can open up. No, no, no. See, that's okay. That didn't actually happen in real life, so. There was really only one option, and that's, that's the door. Are you saying I'm dooming it right? No. I'm not dooming. Uh, <laughs> once is enough. <laughs> if I'm not cringy at least once a day, not not living to my full personality. I thought you were about to say potential. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, does that mean that they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four within yeah, the next no, few films? Yeah, no, the films that film is already being confirmed, and Marvel's going to do it right because a that's Stanley's <laughs> baby. Let's be honest. You know that that's it should be the one after Dark Phoenix where they combine the X Men and the Fantastic Four. I, the thing is, I haven't heard any. I know that like they said that they were doing casting <clears throat> like a while back, but I haven't heard like any updates on it. And normally by now, people are saying, yeah, like you know, such and such is in production, but like, yeah, man. that's that's why I'm worried because like, if you want to get it out at the right time, you'd have to start production like before Dark Phoenix like came out, which we haven't really heard of yet. Because then, by the time they do start doing this, it's gonna be like a long time before you get it. Now, Phase Four should every movie in Phase Four should have a mashup of people. We should have a mashup of X Men and Fantastic Four. Oh, that'd be nice. So that they they. Do you think they do an X Men versus Avengers movie? Because that is a thing. I believe so. That should be the movie right before Secret Wars comes out. Because immediately after that, they all team up, and now we have Secret Wars. And now we're fighting Adam Warlock. And that should be at least a two-film series. Maybe three films. If they're doing it correctly, it should be three films for Secret Wars. But see, then, like, at that point, like, you have to think, oh, okay, so, like, I take it from the perspective of uh, just a regular moviegoer. Like, if they have Fantastic Four and the X-Men just in one film, like... There's no context to that. Like, if you're a Marvel fan and you saw like the like the X Men that came out in like the 2000s, or you know you even like associated with it, but like if you just see the Fantastic Four and the X Men like without any really like background or like retouching up on it, I don't know if that would be like what they would go with next if they're gonna try to um, a- appeal to the general public. Do you think they'd do any origin stories, or do you think the Marvel's done with that to like for the characters? Because that does bring up a pretty good point. Like for like actual like fans, yeah, like we're we're ready to go. But for like, um, let me think. Let me think. 
I don't think we're going to get more origin stories. Dark Phoenix is technically an origin story, but... For Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, for, Fe- for Phoenix, but... I think after Dark Phoenix, we're done with origin stories. Because they can't go backwards. You got too many characters that's already been introduced, and if you introduce a new character, then that's more or less just going to be a new villain, and... Marvel is not one to do complete villain stories. So we're not going to get, like, a Galacticus movie. I mean, I think that would just be hard to do. Because that would literally just him going over from one planet. Like, let I me mean, eat this planet, let me get some of this planet. Oh, I found Silver Surfer, let me take you as my herald. Hit another planet. I, I mean, I just... no, they could. They, but they'd have to go back to the beginning where Galacticus broke off from the Eternals. Oh, snap. Okay. Oh, okay. That would be a Galacticus movie. And then he picked up Silver Surfer, and then they showed how Silver Surfer was just enslaved to Galacticus now. Okay. Bless you. But now that's more of a... That's more of a Eternals origin story and a Silver Surfer origin story, which if we go back to Fantastic Four Silver Surfer, we kind of already got that. And we don't want another one. Because that movie was terrible. So, who what do you else? Think is a new Fantastic Four movie. Like the only know? other origin story they could do is Doom. Which would be interesting, because again, no one's done Doom right now. No, the Doom that we had in Fantastic Four Silver Surfer. In, in, in both. In both. In all in, the movies. Which, yeah, no. We don't want that Doom. Because Doom in the comics was like. Like like a good villain? Like Thanos, good quality villain? I, I mean, mean, he was. You in, get God Doom, but he gets the Gauntlet. Yeah, that's or actually, not even a god. He just becomes a god. Like he literally. Yes, and that's the thing. They probably are not going to include Doom. Does get the gauntlet? What? And now, like, if you go back to the comics, Doom's in the conversation of top ten Marvel villains. He, he is like they—they've got him down pat. Like in the beginning, he was like, eh. But like, I, I, like as time progressed, I mean, he just—he he was one of the villains that actually got better, not worse. So. And then when um, when Civil Wars came around, and like the what was it, like Civil War two came around, or like part two or something like that, Victor Von Doom should appear in Secret Wars, and be thrashing everybody. Oh, yeah. He needs to kill people. He should be having his own domain. Cause that's that's what he did in Secret Wars. Yeah, like literally, Thanos came up to him and was like, "Bound." He was like, "I think not. I'm gonna give you like one chance to live." And then he went to attack him. He Doctor Doom just like waved his hand or like touched him and just disintegrated. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, because Doom wasn't there literally like, Thanos. Wasn't there like a period in time where like Doom literally got sent back in time, and he had all of eternity to master like the Mystic Arts? Doom's powerful, <clears throat> like very. You, do you think? He, mm, no, but Adam Warlock beats Doom. Because Adam Warlock is weird. I never fully understood him. I just know that he has a lot of spikes in his energy levels. Because there's one part where. Wait a minute. Uh, or am I thinking of Century? I might be thinking... Correct me if I'm wrong. I might be thinking of Century. But isn't it where... No, like, that is the Century. Okay, so, it, so yeah, the dual personality, where he becomes Adam Warlock and then goes to being Century, like, which is good, but then something weird happens, and like he reverts to being like... 
Okay, so I'm on the right track. Okay, that makes me feel a lot better because I, I was where I was. Not now, if they if they introduce Adam Warlock correctly, then they need to introduce Sentry. They need to introduce Adam Warlock with him. His like moral compass is now jacked up. Yeah, and like trying to collect these Infinity Stones, and then he goes to Sentry. Energy spikes here and there. He's Sentry's good. really good, but he's not as powerful. You know, Sentry's just like, oh yeah, I'm like a fat Thor. Okay, <laughs> that's how he was. In terms of like power, but then Sentry, he falls in love with someone and like they die, and he reverts back to Adam Warlock. And he goes back to Adam Warlock. Adam, he goes back to Adam. Adam Warlock stays <coughs> villain Adam Warlock because of his encounter with Death. Death is what caused him to go back to Adam Warlock. So now you have to include Sentry. You have to include Adam Warlock. You have to include Death. Thanos again and Deadpool and Wolverine because they all had encounters with death I'm upset we never got a Deadpool Wolverine death at one point in the comic took Wolverine's regenerative powers oh, yeah, that's and death game. offered hey Wolverine I know you're almost like a thousand year old do you want to die and Wolverine's like really tempting to take that and she gave him like a little taste he was like took away his regenerative regeneration, Wolverine's like I actually feel like I've lived a life and then Wolverine is thinking about you know everything else that's going on he's like yeah I don't really want to do that so he keeps it Yeah. <clears throat> the worst part is that like Wolverine's just one of those characters where like he could die but then like um, and then they actually introduced this in uh, Old Man Logan and also in um, the also they have a Wolverine Long Night podcast Marvel and Stitcher teamed up to make their own uh, podcast of like a story with Wolverine. It's actually pretty good. It's not that bad. Um, and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm one of the only people that can do what I do, and it, you know, what I do isn't what I do isn't good. But he's he knows that he's an assessment. Like if he wasn't there in certain situations, he acknowledges that the world would have been a lot worse off. Of so. Yeah, like he's one of those. Imagine if you read, you went throughout all of Marvel comics without Wolverine. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. I'm not reading any X Men comic without Wolverine. <laughs> it's going to be trash. <laughs> Which I thought. Because now Magneto's bored. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. Got Which it. I thought originally, like, wasn't Wolverine. He originally wasn't like a character that was meant to stay. I don't know about that. That's getting it feel my territory. I just I, just I remember because I remember hearing something about because like on because on YouTube I'll listen to like you know people talk about comics and stuff, and like they were talking about how originally Wolverine was just like um they just put him in there like original Wolverine, and that it wasn't really getting a lot of um people really. A lot of people didn't really want to hear from Wolverine, and then they took him out, and then everyone was like, well, "Where's Wolverine?" So they put him right back. He in. was originally introduced as some type to to grab those people who who attached to those type of like rogue roles. It was like rogue member, rogue team member roles. You know, like the, the you know people who are like drifters or you know the whole like. Vagabond type of yeah, yeah. people. It's like, okay, yeah, those would be attached to Wolverine. But then Wolverine stuck around because he fit. And it's like, wait a minute. 
Okay, well, he's got animantium. Huh. What does that do? And then they started to develop it, and then now Wolverine is having, you know, Google eyes for Jean Grey, and then there's some instances where Wolverine and Storm, you know, have a relationship. Oh, yeah, there's, there's more than one instance of that. Like, you know, and then, you know, Wolverine's fighting Black Panther on who's dating Storm. Like, come on, guy. And then Magneto's like, hey, I can do this to you. <laughs> and Wolverine's like, <laughs> we gotta figure some extra most, stuff out. You know. Most like a necessity of the X Men team goes to take on Magneto. <laughs> You're not important. <laughs> you know. And then Wolverine encounters Phoenix in the whole Asteroid M timeline, and he's like, "Oh, so this is the it's like that's like the first person that actually stripped him down to his animantium skeleton." And he's like, he's making the face like. This is real. He's like, all right, well, let me put my skin back on and do some stuff. So, yeah, that's like, imagine if we didn't have Wolverine. It would suck. It would not be good. And then you also wouldn't have other characters. Like, I love X23. Aside from how they did her in Logan, which I thought Logan was a masterwork of art, I just love the character in there. X23 is just like that badass daughter everybody wants, if I'm being honest. You know, it just. She's cool. She's really cool. X23's. <laughs> X-23 is supposed to regenerate faster than Wolverine. It's supposed to. Jinx. This is scary. Now, um, yeah, if that happens the third time, I'm jumping out this window. Because <laughs> <laughs> anything that happens in threes is just weird. <laughs> All right, if it happens in threes, that means it was meant to happen, which means that it was meant to set up something else that's meant to happen that hasn't happened yet in another sequence of threes. And if you do that a third time, you have three sequence of threes, and that's just... <laughs> hey. That's nine! <laughs> uh, whoa, wait a minute, guys. All right. The universe was like, you're not allowed to come to my office room. No. <laughs> so, I mean, what was I saying? X-23. X-23 yeah. is awesome. She's supposed to regenerate faster. Sometimes she doesn't. Uh, she supposedly has some different kind of animantium than Wolverine. There, yeah, that's the weird part. And there, there are, there, there's like, there are like three to four different types. Okay, there, there are three different types of animantium, no. three different types of vibranium. But then you also, then you have like the one frequency blade that can actually cut through both because it's not that strong or anything. It's that the frequency it gives off destabilizes atoms, and then that's a whole other mess and Wolverine's like what you actually cut me yeah because <laughs> yeah, it just so like another science thing that's that's the blade being able to just pass through atoms yeah and then there's then another blade can... that is a special material which is like nth metal that like stops regeneration powers what kind of metal I, I don't I don't know if it's nth metal I could be confusing that with DC real quick there is another metal that like oh that's, ah. Because it's, it's actually canon that. in both DC comics and Marvel comics. It's not. It's not called. It's not called that. It's called something else. But that is a nickname to it. It's called something else. Um, okay. But it's that is related to Thanos' sword. Because that's older than oh. animantium and vibranium. Yeah. It's a, it's a. It's an older metal. More, the, more primal. Yeah. More the more Eternals made. Okay. Okay. 
I believe it's a really, it's a really old metal, but it's the it's the hardest <coughs> metal in Marvel universe. Which I'm surprised they didn't introduce the Eternal the Eternals with Thanos. Like, I was halfway expecting it, halfway not. I, I think they're gonna introduce them whenever they introduce Galactus. I think there's gonna be like a Galactus teaser, and then Reaper's just gonna have to make that deal. That you know they always make because oh imagine imagine <laughs> imagine comics without Reed Richards. But um, I think that they're gonna choose some then because he's probably gonna go on like some spiritual trip like Doctor Strange did and be like, hey, you guys know Galactus? They're like, yeah, we know Galactus. Cause trouble again? They're like, yeah. I mean, help 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 a brother out. Well, they have to they have to have a movie where Deadpool meets death. That will happen. I, Which I, I have think no is that death is gonna appear in the next Deadpool movie. Because now you've be... introduced Cable, you have two. Now you got two forms of time travel, an Endgame and with Cable. But is Deadpool MCU canon though? Oh, he will be, and they even said that they're keeping him as Deadpool. The the two people that they would keep would be Ryan Reynolds, and I think the actor for Magneto. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what they said. They said those are like the two definite cast they would keep, but um. Yeah, yeah. Because now Josh Brolin doesn't have to play two characters because Thanos is gone. Yeah. He was Thanos and Cable. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you hear at the at the very end of Endgame? Did you hear the the claim? Yeah, you heard the claim. Yeah. Do you think that's a tribute to like the first Iron Man movie, or do you? Oh yeah, that's that's what what they said it was. Okay, good. All right, I was just making sure. That's what they said it was. Are you talking? Wait, what do you mean? Are you talking about when they? There, there. If you listen carefully, there is a clang at the end of like Endgame, like at the very end. Like at the very end of the credits, you hear a, you hear a clang. Oh, okay. Like a blacksmith, and it's supposed to be the same sound Iron Man did in the cave in the first movie. Very Which I will say, I was upset that he didn't have a flashback to Insane. I was really hoping that like before like the snap, it would have just kind of like been like a weird flashback. It would have been like you know. Or like even after he snapped, like he he saw like someone like I don't know how Thanos saw him more. Uh, I was expecting yeah, going inside the soul stone. Yeah, that's what I was that. expecting. Which I, I was expecting was, it. Yeah, yeah, I was very surprised. I was like, damn, because that would have been cool. Like he would have saw anything would have been like, so I see you didn't waste your life or just something small. Like, it would have been like that would have been like, oh snap, like that's like a like a flash. Uh, like, I, I would have cried then too. But again, I don't think people. he he didn't go inside the soul stone because. He didn't put Scarlet. He didn't put um, Black Widow in this whole stuff. Oh my god! If that would have been rough. Ronan slash Hawkeye snapped. Ronan was doing some work too. Then he would have saw Black Widow in the soul stone. Like that interaction would have been interesting. But can we can we just talk about how literally? No, Ronan would have been crushed. He would have. What? I mean, would've, okay. I think like like crushed like like physically or like emotionally. Emotion. Like his skull would have been smashed, caved in with one punch, crushed. We're talking Hawkeye Ronin? Yeah. Yeah. Fighting who? Oh, no, 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 no. I meant, I meant like he literally, like single handedly kept the Infinity Gauntlet from Thanos' hands for oh, like, the longest you. time. Like, <laughs> oh, he, yeah. Yeah. like, he was just going off. Like, I mean, I'm sorry, but like, talk about taking free running and everything else to the next level and then handing him off to Black Panther and just like keeping it going. And Peter Parker's gonna have some massive PTSD. Oh, and yeah, in uh, Far From Home. Like, serious PTSD. No, no, no. If you remember, the Russo brothers put out a 
movie poster for Infinity War, right? Mm -hmm. And it was, um, it was Spider-Man. It, it was, if you remember, it was the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. And it was everybody's hands on there, and but Spider-Man's hand was the actual one holding the gauntlet, and everyone else was trying to get it. Are you what? If you remember that? Oh snap! What happened in Endgame is the exact same thing. Spider-Man was actually the one who carried it the longer distance in Endgame. Mm -hmm. Okay, we finally got to see instant kill mode. Oh, yeah. Literally, yeah, Chris yeah. and I were talking about the beforehand, and I was just like, because we were like, I remember like going uh, back through all the Marvel movies, and we got to Homecoming, and we were like, yeah, like, Karen, uh, you know, uh, you know, literally like, learning all of his weapon designs, like all, all of this and that, and then, <laughs> Karen, how long have I been here? Uh, I feel about five minutes. What? What? What they learned like a gazillion different, like, you know, modes and whatnot. What's kill mode? Yeah, and then he's just like, yeah, Karen, what are you going to say? Would you like to activate instant kill mode? What? No! No, 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 <laughs> You're like, why would you have that? Instant and then, kill mode. And then he actually uses yeah, it he, in kill. We were, and when I was in the theater, both times, there were just screams as soon as he said, activate instant kill mode. We were like, yes. <laughs> that, that was Eyes cool. turned red, and he's just like. Yeah, that was cool. Put in work. Yeah. But then, after that? Like, I mean, I because I, I didn't click, because, yeah, also that Tom Holland is, like, the youngest iteration, but, like, coming out of the theater, we ended up talking about it later, you know, after I kind of, you know, came back from the void, so to speak, and uh, Chris was just like, yeah, but, like, um, Peter was scared. I mean, yeah, he was doing his mission for the longest time, but after Thanos had a call down rain fire, that's like being in Vietnam. I mean, you have literally, and that's all in one day for Peter, too, I just realized. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. That's go, like, literally going to another planet. When he got that, snapped on Titan 2. And he's 15. And then all the way up to Rainfire. That's that's one day. That's one 24-hour period for him. That's nuts. And then Stark dies? What the fuck? How do you die? You come back, Rainfire, and then Stark dies. In the same day. You're just, you're just torn. Like I, there, I don't think there are any words to surmise what Peter and I, I really hope they address that. I really hope they address that far from home. If they don't, I'm I'm gonna be really upset. He's got they they have to. But then at that point, you also have, like it's five years in the future. All of his friends, like everybody that did survive, just. Well, we don't know who got snapped though. But that's the. But like, like that's what Ned I'm saying, looked like, like. Yeah, I think Ned did get snapped possibly because you just. Because he got brought back. Yeah. He got snapped. But that's what I'm saying. Like once they go back, and they go back to school, like the next day, like everything's normal. Which See, I don't like, think what? that was the next day. I think that was some some time afterwards. Yeah, but because I was talking to my brother about that, and he was convinced. How could they do that? How could they think you know it was the next day? Was what's wrong with them? Like no, bro. It was probably months afterwards. I'm hoping because that that happened after Stark's funeral. So this has had to be months oh. after. And then the homage that they have that uh, having on Tony Stark has a heart just back all the way from like the first second second that that would be my honorable mention no first that was first oh, that'd be my honorable mention top five scenes that would come in at a very close like five point nine on six with with that Tony Stark has a heart thing floating off. 
I'm like, y'all gotta be shitting me. You, <laughs> you wanted people to cry? You got it. <laughs> oh my gosh, Dr. Gamble. Oh man. According to Dr. Gamble, he would not allow himself to cry a second time because he was with his wife. No, yeah. So the first time, <laughs> first time, I think I might have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, you were balling. Don't lie to me. No, I wasn't really balling. You were balling. First time, I was like, oh shit, this is <laughs> intense. The second time, I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I look back at her. It's like, right? And she's like, you alright? <laughs> and she's looking like, yeah. Why are you stop talking? I'm like, okay. You know. And I look back. I see this other guy. He's starting to ball up. You know, nose all red. He's, you know, and I'm like, nope, I'm gonna do it. And I'm sitting there just, and I could just feel it welt up. And I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. And like, you know, and I'm telling my eyeball, you better suck that thing back in. And it just, it's like, all right, well, fine. You just curled back in. Under my do you all know what I said Dr. Hamlet? That, that just like his visual reminded me of? What? Clyde with a chance of meatballs? <laughs> the cop? Get back in there, too. <laughs> Like, oh, man. No, I see, like, even for me, like, I walked in there, and, like, yeah, we went through and watched all the MCU, like, all of the movies, but, like, I didn't grow up with it. I didn't, Mm. you know, go through um, the comics and everything. I didn't, I haven't read, like, I've read one or two comics, but, like, oof. But, like, still, like, even whenever, like, the whole scene with Tony, like... I felt my eyes water up, and I was like, no, no, come on, come on, Chris. Like, you, you're not that attached to the character. Come on, it's just like, ah. Well, I mean, it's, it's just like a character that you have followed. And, I mean, if you and if you watched all the MCU films from 2008, then, yeah. I mean, he started with Stark. Stark was, like, the first character they introduced. Yeah. If we're not including Hulk, it's really came out 2003. <laughs> yeah. But and the X Men came out before that in two thousand. But then you had Captain America. Yeah, the f- <laughs> introducing Captain America, the first Avenger. Like those are that was back in like what the nineties, right? Captain America, dude. When was World War Two, Chris? No, I'm talking about the um the movies and like the TV show that you're talking about, like the. Okay, I got worried. I, okay, that makes me feel a lot better. I see. Yeah, I don't include. I don't match MCU with those. If you're doing that, then you gotta go back to 94, 93, when that X Men cartoon first started. I don't okay, for the record, that and um, Spider Man and Friends, and um, then X Men New Frontier. I don't know, I, I, I know what you're talking about. I, I had to go back and watch all of them when I was growing Like, those were. Those are good. And it may those just are the add shows. how, like, cartoons have just dropped. Oh, yeah. It makes me so yeah. sad. It's frustrating. Because, yeah. like, my brother was like, Thomas, you gotta check out this new show, TV show, and he showed me Uncle Grandpa. I wanted to kill myself. Uncle? Oh. I, I wa- I, I'm not kidding. I, I wanted to die. That's nasty. That's nasty. That's nasty. Uncle Grandpa? Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying, like, why are you watching this? He's like, because it's good. I'm just like, I'm going yeah, to my life. Uh, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I think, like, to early 2000s generation with like uh, actually no that an anime series was before that but like early 2000s generation like Curse of Cowardly Dog and all that of like, course like Ed Ed and Eddie but um Coding Kids Next Door Young Dark, Justice Dr. was like nah you guys are oh no he, he's no, about I grew up Rocko's Modern Life Powerpuff Girls like come on oh, those okay. are my shows Snorks Samurai Jack I remember Samurai Jack I remember I remember waiting for Samurai Jack to come out mm. 
and they oh, had dang. we had like six months to a year build up. Car- Cartoon Network kept teasing Samurai Jack. Are you s- oh, and at yeah. the end of uh, some, at the end of like some Dragon Ball Z episode that came out, they would tease Samurai Jack with like a five minute clip, a three minute clip, and we're like, when the fuck is this coming out? And then oh, it actually, once it actually released, we're like, yes. Did you see the new season? For Samurai Jack? No, I haven't watched Samurai Jack. It's actually really good. Like, <laughs> last 20 years. <laughs> I'm just saying. You no, know, if you start something, you gotta come into it. You gotta finish all the way through. They watch it for like five. I haven't seen that longer. forever. But, um, anyway. Um, oh, well, okay. I'm pretty I, su- Well, before yeah, we continue, I'm pretty sure Dr. Gamble may have to be like, Yeah, about to say. Um, so, because we could keep doing this forever. And Dr. Gamble actually said, if you're still up for it, uh, was one of the do a second. Yeah. So, uh, as usual, you know, uh, we're hitting probably like way past that hour mark, actually. Oh, no, I was going to ask Dr. Gamble if he was. Oh, uh, my. Okay, we are at the um, 80 minute mark. Oh, yeah, wow. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so, um, closing thoughts, statements. So, just had this burning question ever since. You should also get the music ready. I've had this burning question ever since I walked into this Fendi office. War outro. All right. Team Cap or Team Stark? Oh, my gosh. Stark. Cap. Uh, Stark. I no, had Cap. a feeling it was going in this direction. Stark. I think you're crazy. <laughs> Civil War? No, Stark. We're talking Civil War? Stark. If we're talking comics, we're going to see you, Cap. Stark. You're, in case you're, mm. Look who Stark had. But, you know, okay, wait, wait, are you are you thinking he's saying who would win in that battle, or like what team are you for? Both. It's both Stark. Mm, Stark okay. will win, and I'm Team Stark. Mm. Are you kidding me? Uh, no, I mean, you do know. realize that Cap had Thor, right? So? What do you mean so? Was able Which? to bring Spider-Man over to his side. He, Iron Man lost Spider-Man. Which? Typically, Spider-Man's like the greatest superhero out of all. of them. Um, it's 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 been said by characters and characters alike. We talking civil war. Okay. Yeah. So then, Spider Man was with Stark Iron, Iron Man originally, but then, if you remember correctly, uh, because of the, like he trusted Stark, you know, like, you're literally giving up your identity, and then what happens? His family gets complicated or implicated. We both know you don't go after Aunt May. Like the minute that happened, like boom. Lost his trust. He's like, nah. Like, I can't let this happen to other people. Went to Cap's side. Bill was like, yeah, you're, you're kind of right. Like, this is messed up. And as Wanda said, I mean, do you actually, Stark will do anything to make things right. Which he was doing, and things were getting escalated way too far. And not to mention Cap and Black Panther. Thor, Black Panther, Captain Are, wait, are you saying, like, comic-wise or MCU-wise? Yes, comic-wise. MCU-wise, Black, Pan- or Black Panther just wanted to kill Bucky. Yeah. That's all he wanted. That's, the that's, only, that's literally all he wanted. He team yeah, but let's be honest. We don't really like, count. If, if, it, really if, count. It, like, if it went further and, you know, Black Panther had that realization that he didn't zoom at the end, he even helped Captain America at the end. Wanda was that, with Stark. Not, no, no, against her will. Vision kept her there. She didn't know what was going on until Vision said something. And then after that... Yeah, she saw. She saw yeah, because even to you, she's with them. Blackwood even says, "What did we say? We talked about this." Vision was with Stark. Yeah. Well, yeah. if I got Stark and Vision, then. But I mean, Wanda. I mean, one of the only people that can control Vision. I mean, granted, it does depend on her mental stability. Now, do I have MCU Vision or do I have comic Vision? Oh man. Oh, 
Okay, <laughs> MCU Vision okay, was Okay, that's different. Super yeah, yeah. Weird. Vision was way underplayed in MCU for the record. But if he I've is. got comic vision, oh, I'm winning that. <laughs> Are you kidding uh, me? I'm winning that. If, if I'm being Easy. honest, I feel like... I have Stark Vision and Wanda? You don't have Wanda. You don't have Wanda. No, you don't have Wanda. You don't have Wanda. Get out of here. Wanda, Wanda would be able to take on Vision. Let's be honest. Like, Wanda... They would square up. They would square up. Yeah, so they'd be set. Then you got Captain Tony. We already know how that went. And then, who hmm. else you got? You said... Bucky? Now, if we're talking the end of Civil War at MCU, then Cap did not beat Stark in the comic. Which I thought was a little bit of BS. That should like not have played out that way. I was like, y'all fucked up. Thank you. Okay, at least we agree on Take that. Off. Are you kidding? Y'all, no. What? No. No, what? No. Cap's <laughs> not that strong to wreak havoc on Stark's armor. Uh, okay, not hold that a strong. Uh, I, not that uh, strong. Not that strong. It was the, that. Well, that, what mark was that? Was that fifty in Civil War? Okay, hold on. Uh, shoot. I know it wasn't anything with nanotech, and, and even so, like. I think that was the Mark 50. In okay, well, let me ask you this. What is his armor made no. of? No, what's his armor made of? What material? In Civil War? Just in general, what are any of the made out of before he gets to nanotechnology and the liquid uh, alien world and the servers? It's a composite, I don't Yeah, it's a composite, but still, like, you've got to think of, like, everything you're using. I mean, granted, he's using an arc reactor to fly, but, like, you're not going to... Like, even Chris pointed this out. I don't think it's going to be, like, something, like, like really heavy, like the original Iron Man suit. Like, it's going to be something that's, like, durable and can, like, do a lot, but it's going to be light. It's held together by multiple components. Oh, no. The Mark 50 metal is better than the first suit. Eh. So. Well, like, like that's, what it's, that's the thing. Like, it wouldn't be heavy. Like, it'd have a low de- density in a sense. Because... Oh, no. You can have high density to be light. Look at carbon nanofibers. Uh, okay. okay. Super light, high density. That's okay, why they're so strong. Captain okay. America is, is significantly strong. Like, we've seen him flip the Hulk. Like, he's... He'll do some pretty impressive feats. He, he's strong, yes. But is he, like, Thor strong? I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter if you're Thor strong or not. I mean... Thor, if, you're, if we're looking at MCU, Thor was the first one to actually put a dent in Iron Man's suit. Well, technically, the first time they met, it was more of, like, a 400% capacity. <laughs> I mean... But he didn't have force fields then. He didn't have no force fields in his suit then. He didn't have force fields in his suit. It was straight war. metal suit. Like original Civil War. Okay. Well, like original, original. If you're talking about like like second second coming of Civil War, yeah, that's gonna be a little different. I agree. But like original coming of Civil War, you've got like ah, I can't say that. Second coming of Civil War, neither side wanted. They ended up splitting the two. Yeah, it was, t- and it was totally different. But we're gonna have to talk about this later. Like, not I'm just, uh, I'm upset that we didn't we didn't really get to see the animantium suit. Yeah, we got the nanotech. We got uh, we got the extremists. Okay, yeah. We didn't get the extremists. Cool, but yeah, I am, I am upset about that. I thought they were gonna pull out like a vibranium suit in Endgame. Vibranium technology? That's what yeah. That's what Doctor Gamble and I were talking about actually. And like he had like the the vi- like the weird like protection shield thing. Like he had like yeah. a lot of different stuff. But um, I don't think it, I don't think we really got to see like its full capacity. We got to see some like really cool new features and like what it could do, which was awesome, without a doubt. But I feel like I feel like there's still more they could have done. Cause then, like, we didn't even get to see all of his armors. He made, he hit like the, what, the 85 mark, come Iron Man. No, no, so, uh, uh, um, Infinity War. Infinity 80, War. 80, 80. But then, like, after that five years, he made like Starburst. At that point, he probably had like the liquid technology one. I mean, there were a lot that we didn't get Look, to see. Look, that liquid. <laughs> I saw an original <laughs> comic of Player's Choice, 
I was so tempted to buy it, but I, when I first it. read about that liquid suit in the comments, I was like, y'all are, y'all really brainstormed this one. <laughs> <laughs> this one is dope. But they didn't, they didn't show up in the movies. I'm like, damn, I think you killed them all. We at least, we got, Extremist 2 was in Endgame. That's the one we had, Extremist 2 in Endgame. Okay. okay. So, all right, but yeah. Well, that was my that was my closing thought. Uh, I your just, closing thought? I just had to ask. I don't really have a closing. Thought. <laughs> <laughs> my thoughts don't really close; they just continue on <laughs> to the next day. Yeah, Dr. Gable's screaming about integration and uh, code over here. You've been thinking to sleep. <laughs> But um, I'm, the day I start dreaming about integration, you already do. Don't lie to me. No, my face one more time. What? Lie my face one more time. Okay, look. Just because I have, I, I think I'm good at integration doesn't mean I. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. All right. Well, that's how I did my dissertation. I literally dreamt about some of these equations. I was like, oh yeah. And then when I came back to my lab, and I was actually computing them, it felt like deja vu, because I already had the dream the night before. Oh, oh, oh man. Like, Alright, you're like hardcore lucid <laughs> dreaming. I know how to do this. And I was like, yeah. You're taking lucid dreaming to the next level. Like, like I went really far in the district. That's, Maybe the that's being podcast, productive right there. Like, oh man. Jeez, alright. That's up my game. But yeah, it's... That just made me feel... I thought, I thought it was so slowly climbing ladder, and I'm back to... <laughs> no, yeah. And now it's like once if you if you truly are you know like severely invested, then you can get to the point where you are now you know you don't need to write down equations to solve them. You can solve different equations in your head by just thinking about the pictures. That's what I did in my piece of That's what I did in basketball. So. If you've ever heard of the Einstein field equation, you want to do that. I just saw it in my head. And write down the solution. Okay, that's really exceptional. I mean, I look, I look at a, you know, like I look at a, at a integral problem and I'm just like, how would I integrate that? I should write this down. I'm not to the point where I'm just like, oh yeah, it's this. What are you taking it? No. That's that's what they alright, that's it's a little natural, but yeah. No, that no, what's that what no, what that is, that's a target, my friend. That's that's a big bullseye right there. That's what I got aim for. I mean, I'd like to see that condition about the movie level, but that that that's like you believe it. That's you taking a screenshot and you have to like compare to like like you know make that jump. But um, this has been Tom Fuller with TNK. This is your first podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Pleasure to have you. And uh, yeah. Also, if you've been listening to this, you just wasted a good, you know, almost two hours of your life, and you're never getting it back. Just remember that. Really not. Time's an illusion. Invest in gold.